Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, Episode 227, Visualization, Goal Setting, and Planning. Welcome if this is the first time listening to this podcast, and thank you to everyone that has been listening for a while now. A special thanks to our sponsor, Cody Hanks, your friendly neighborhood realtor in Southwest Missouri. Contact Cody Hanks at 417-860-9160 or by email, CodyHanks at swmrealty.com. Stay tuned at the end of this episode for myth number seven from the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. A few stories reminded me of how visualizing your future can give you confidence and help your performance and how seeing your future outcome can be enhanced by goal setting and planning. As I watched Parker, my oldest son, pitch in high school, I noticed he would change his arm slot occasionally. He would do something differently by dropping his arm lower than normal and the pitch would be different than his normal speed and movement. If the pitch was close to the plate, then the batter usually swung and missed, or they took it for a called strike. He didn't throw it very often, so it surprised batters. I asked him what the pitch was when he dropped to almost sidearm, and he said he didn't realize that he was changing his arm slot. So I showed him some videos of himself. Parker explained that he would visualize where he wanted the pitch to go, and how he wanted it to move, and then he just threw it. I couldn't believe he didn't know what his body was doing. His mind told his arm to do something different to get a result that he had visualized. Do you visualize skills in your sport? There are thousands of books, websites, YouTube videos, and other social media about visualization to enhance sports performance. Basketball players visualize making a free throw, making a three-pointer, or making an ankle-breaking crossover dribble. Wide receivers visualize breaking perfectly off the line to run a crisp post route and making a great over-the-shoulder catch for a touchdown. Golfers visualize seeing the line of the putt and the ball going in the hole, the smooth rhythmic takeaway with their driver, and a perfectly struck 8-iron landing on the green and the ball rolling toward the hole. Swimmers feel the speed as they glide through the water. They feel the wall on their feet as they make a smooth turn and the touch of their hand as they finish the race a split second ahead of the swimmer in the next lane. Whether you're a wrestler, a discus thrower, a goalie, or a cross-country runner, or play any other sports, there are hundreds of ways to visualize and feel a play or a technique or a skill. Every sport, every athlete, and every skill can be visualized uniquely. When I was in college, I was a basketball manager for the men's basketball team. Listen to episode 221 for more on that ancient subject. One of the graduate student coaches played at the college and was taking grad classes there, and was helping coach. He was a great shooter for the Bears. I was asking him about his shooting style, because I was always taught to flick my wrist to create backspin to help with the flight of the shot, and put a soft touch on it when the ball hit the rim. But I noticed the ex-player, now coach, didn't have much backspin on his shots. So I asked him why he had little backspin, but was such a great shooter. He said he had always visualized a dial on his wrist, and he would mentally set the dial to how much he wanted his wrist to flick the ball toward the basket. His arm would straighten at the elbow the same way every time, sending the ball up in the air, causing the arch of the shot. 
The dial in his wrist would send the ball toward the rim, giving the trajectory needed to splash through the rim and the net for two points. This was before the three-point shot in college. Yes, I told you I'm that old. I just remember that when he said that he visualized a dial on his wrist, and I was thinking that's really strange, but it was effective for him. He was a shooting guard for a D1 basketball team, so I guess it worked. Visualization is unique to everyone, but good results can come from any positive visualization in any sport and in any form. I looked up some websites by using the keyword visualization, and according to mentaltoughnesstrainer.com, visualization is, quote, taking some time to imagine yourself performing the thing you want to do in a game, unquote. The website gave a great example that a softball or a baseball player can imagine hitting the ball squarely every time at bat. But more specifically, if a player really wanted to improve, they would advise the mental practice of stepping into a batter's box with total confidence. The total confident feeling and attitude like he or she has done before or felt before. Back in episode 212 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, I interviewed Paige Tons. Paige is an athletic mindset mentor for young ladies playing sports. One of her main resources and enhancement techniques is visualization. Go to pagetons.com, P-A-I-G-E-T-O-N-Z.com to download her free visualization practice packet. Paige specializes in helping girls, but this is still a great resource for us guys too. Paige tells how visualization changed her senior year as a Northwestern Wildcat softball player. She found visualization helped her become more confident as she stepped to the plate and the ball was actually a beach ball in her mind. She doubled her batting average and hit more home runs in her senior year than she had hit in her previous three years as a cat. According to Paige, visualizing can help decrease stress, reduce performance anxiety, it can boost confidence, improve your abilities and skills on the field or the court, and increase your motivation. So how does all this help in recruiting? Well, visualization, if you start while you're in high school, can improve your performance in your sport, and getting better makes you more attractive to colleges. To visualize your recruitment, you will want to get a piece of paper and a pencil out and maybe a calendar so you can lay out a game plan for your recruitment. A map can start your freshman year for most student-athletes. If you go back to episodes 207 through 210, I go over the basics a student-athlete should do each year of high school. Writing out your plans and your goals is equal to visualizing your sports skills. It's like doing the basics in your sport when you're at a camp. So write out what you need to do your freshman year. Like, number one, meet with your high school counselor to get core courses set up. Number two, a list of colleges, a list of 20 to 25 colleges of all sizes and levels. Number three, do research on two colleges per week from the list. Number four, look at local colleges' schedules and go to two games. Number five, clean up your social media. There are more items you can list to start your freshman map. Get out a calendar and put deadlines, or set up when you are going to start and then complete the listed items. Your sophomore year, you can expand the list. Number one, review with your high school counselor. Number two, talk with your high school coaches and your off-season coaches about playing in college. Number three, add 15 to 20 more schools to your list. Number four, start and finish an introductory email. Number five, register with the NCAA Eligibility Center. Again, there are more items to do your sophomore year. Write them down and plot them in a calendar to start and complete. Can you see how your map becomes your visualization? Your junior year roadmap can be 1. Start and finish your player profile. 2. Send an introductory email to all the schools on your list. 
Three, make a chart to keep track of all the contacts through email, text, and phone. Four, make a chart to grade each school. And five, plan campus drive throughs and unofficial visits. Six, make videos. Seven, make a list of questions to ask coaches. Eight, practice in-person and phone discussions with coaches. If you have ever done public speaking, you know the more you practice, the less nervous you are in making the speech. The same can happen when you practice or visualize the discussion with a coach. You can anticipate how the conversation might go. Your senior year, you can visualize the National Letter of Intent signing day to keep you motivated. You can see yourself sitting at your new locker, at your new college, or putting on your new uniform. All those are great motivation. These visuals will keep you motivated as you work out to get ready for your new adventure. Staying organized is hard to do, but writing goals, assignments, dates, and deadlines down will help you to be in the moment. Everyone learns differently and is motivated differently, but writing down goals and having them right in front of you helps most people in a variety of different levels. Part of the RecruitMe education system is a resource that John Fugler, the founder of RecruitMe, wrote. It's a book called The Athletic Scholarship 24-Month Recruiting Planner and Journal. It is a book that is your personal all-in-one resource for a successful recruiting experience. The book is a 356-page workbook. Section 1 walks you step-by-step through the next 24 months. You will just complete the pages in order as you go. You set your goals for the next 12 months. In other words, you can see what things you want to accomplish by next year. It gives you a place to write key activities, school visits, camps, and how to produce a video. There is a checklist in the beginning of the planner. You have a pre-made monthly planner too. You can set up two to three goals each month. These keep you from wandering around and keeps your goals measurable and specific. Summarize your results and set your goals for the next month on the monthly planner pages. There are even weekly calendars. The planner and journal helps you to create habits that will help you in your recruitment and hopefully in your study habits, your sports career, and later in your professional career. The second section of the planner is for record keeping. In this section, you can use it as a reference guide as you communicate with coaches, attend camps, keep a complete school list, visit schools, evaluate schools and programs, and help you make your final school choice. There is even a scattering report for every school you communicate with. The biggest part of the planner is giving you the opportunity to write down and keep track of your goals, your dreams, and have it all in one place. You can get the Athletic Scholarship 24-Month Recruiting Planner and Journal by contacting me at brent at recruit-me.com, B-R-E-N-T at recruit-me.com, or by ordering on amazon.com. There's a link on the recruitme.com website. The planner is only $19.99. Again, you get a recruiting checklist with categories of selecting the right schools to contact, build your introductory packet and questionnaire, produce your video, track your communications, build your updates, choose the right camps or showcases or tournaments, register with the NCAA and NAIA eligibility centers, track your academic performances, and know the recruiting rules. There are two pages that allow you to list up to 100 colleges on a school prospect list. The book has a 12-month goal page and a 12-month calendar. All the pages have examples of how to fill out each page. There is a place for a one-month goal, a one-month calendar, and weekly planners with a place to write down your successes, actions to be taken, and a place to write down your setbacks along with something you learned that week. 
Also, the weekly planner has space for notes and is set up for next week's actions. There are pages for a full 24-month roadmap. For record keeping, you get a place to record questions for coaches and their answers. There are two pages to record up to 100 coaches that you engage with. You get 20 pages to record coaches' conversations and interactions. You can write down the date, the coach, the main points of the interaction, and the next step after engagement. The workbook lets you keep a communication record and a scattering report for all your schools. The coach, his or her contact information, your interest level, dates, and contact notes. The scattering report has a place to write down the strengths and weaknesses of the school and has a school report card to note the cost, the scholarship offer, the quality of the program, the quality of the coaching staff, the coach's interest level in you, the potential for your improvement, and your potential to start in the first one or two years, and your overall impression of the school. If you do this for every school, then you can compare each school to make the right decision for you. You can see yourself on that campus. The planner continues to provide pages for campus visit notes, so you can record the school, the coaches' names, the admissions contacts, the date of the visit, the appointment time, and the appointment location or address. You can record visit notes like your impressions, good or bad, and what you did on that visit. At the bottom of the page, you can write down your follow-up actions from the visit. At the end of the planner, you can do a comparison of all the school's report cards that you have completed. You can do this all side-by-side, side, and there are plenty of pages for general notes throughout the two-year process. This episode started out by talking about sports visualization and ended up pushing writing down goals and recording results. I feel writing things down engages you in the process. It makes you put skin in the game. But if you do the work, it can put you in the locker room or the field that you have worked so hard to be on. Paige Ton said, quote, Visualize yourself succeeding over and over and over again, and more success will come. Unquote. I hope you can now see how visualization can help you in the recruiting process. This week we are on myth number seven of athletic scholarships. I have to admit a mistake. I was going on memory, and I said there are eight myths listed in the Recruit Me 3.0 recruiting system. But as I actually looked again at the program, there are 10 myths. So, myth number seven of the 10 myths of athletic scholarships is that I have to be the best player on my team to get an athletic financial aid package. Truth. Even if you're not a national superstar already being recruited, an accomplished, talented athlete has a great chance of being recruited. But it won't just happen. Most athletes who don't reach that blue chip status get lost in the recruiting process, unless they market themselves. Colleges rarely have the budget for massive recruiting and scouting efforts. If a college coach doesn't know you exist, they can't recruit you. That was myth number seven of 10 myths of athletic scholarships. You can get all 10 myths plus a step-by-step -step comprehensive recruiting system by going to recruit-me.com backslash system and take advantage of the new CEO special of only $99, good through 1231 of 2020. Tune in next week for another information-loaded 15 minutes about how to get an athletic scholarship. <laughs>